Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Today we're talking about everyday things that are hard for uh, expats when you go abroad. Um, yeah, things that in your normal life, if you were back at home in your home country, would be downright easy and something you do 50 times a day. Right. But living abroad, it's something that you have to just put a lot of effort into. And I think... Or just, uh, or just like avoid completely. Right, exactly. So I, I think it's something that... Uh, the average German doesn't realize is extremely difficult for an expat because it's something that a German would do every day without even thinking about it, right? Exactly. So without any further ado, let's do this. This episode is brought to you by Clio. Clio is a language learning app in which you can currently learn Spanish, Italian, and of course, German. This app offers a completely unique learning experience that sets it apart from all other language learning apps. We're not joking. The app teaches you with interactive videos in which your virtual tutors will ask you questions regarding, for example, how to say a phrase, and the virtual tutor will actually rate your pronunciation. The Clio app offers fun people to learn with, such as Felicia, of course we know her, right? The host of Feli from Germany, the YouTube channel. And even us, we have our own special little lesson in there about drinking and whiskey, etc. that you can find on the app. Let's listen to the app in action to give you a little taste. To say I love you in German, you say ich liebe dich. Ich liebe dich. Ich liebe dich. How would you say... I love you. Ich liebe dich. Exactly. You can find the Clio app, that's K-L-E-O, on the Apple App Store, and it's also coming soon to Android as well. Or go to meetclio.com to learn more. Cool. And also, I think it's uh, awesome that we'll be on it, so uh, if all of y'all want to learn how to order a whiskey, you'll find out. In the Clio app. And when you're checking out our lesson, you might be like, why is this idiot wearing sunglasses indoors? And if you listen to the last episode, you'll remember I had a, this eye infection. So that's the only reason why I, I would never normally wear sunglasses indoors. It was just either that. Jeff, don't, don't lie to everybody. It was either that or I, you see my disgusting eye. You, you know? love wearing sunglasses indoors. Yeah. Okay. So it's always uh, sunny in Doucheville, right, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome to episode 108. Thank you for joining us once again. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Hmm. Before what, we get started. The, I have like all this, this huge energy. And you're always like bringing it down. So I'm, like, I'm bringing that you're, energy. You're, you're, like, you're like, yeah, sure. Let yeah, me get pumped. Yeah. I have a bit of a headache. Let, let me get pumped up. Uh, yes, Jeff. Let's get going. Before we get started, let's start off with some shout-outs and news. Dude, I'm feeling the energy now. All yes. right, here we go. You know who's not feeling the energy? Maybe the German Chancellor, Chancellor Schultz. So he's in a bit of hot water uh, recently uh, because he compared some protesters at an event he was at to uh, Nazis. Were they Nazi protesters? They, they were not. Oh. Uh, yeah, so... Um, and, you know, it's never good these days to, a, a lot of people uh, are comparing things that are not that rough or bad. To Nazis. To being like under the Nazi regime, which yeah. is, of course, just- Like one of the worst things ever. Horrific. It's like, wow. I mean, you do not know what pain is. You know, you're like complaining about, you know, they don't sell diet soda, whatever anymore. Uh, Those food Nazis. Yeah. These fascists. Like, no, no, no. Sorry. You don't. You don't. You can't compare trivial things to the Holocaust. Yeah, then it kind of just downplays, you know, 
the big deal that Nazis the, the were. The actual Holocaust. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So Which, anyway, uh, please so, don't do that. So, so uh, people are a little mad at him. It's it's kind of a little early in his career to be making uh, <laughs> gaffes like this. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not like he's, he's, you know, had a squeaky clean record before he became chancellor. So it's not incredibly surprising. But anyways, I, I'm sure it'll blow over soon. Probably. Uh, in other news, uh, sick notes by phone are now no longer allowed here in Germany. During the pandemic, if you were sick, you could know, call your doctor and be like, Hey doctor, I'm sick. And they would give you a sick note so you could get off of work. Cause but now they don't want your Corona infected ass right. ro- rolling into, <laughs> in, into their doctor's office, infecting them. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, now you have to go to the doctor and actually, you know, get a real note, like a real person that, but they also said the, the video conference sick notes are still allowed. Oh, okay. So, but, but only in cases where what the doctor's diagnosing does not require an in-person Diagnosis, which is like ninety nine percent of sick notes, probably. Yeah. So I have uh, diarrhea. Stiffy nose. I have a headache. I have a stomach ache. Boom. So the the, the phone the phone sick notes gone, but uh, the video video what, chat. What, what's what's the actual website that everyone uses for that? It's called like uh, Teleclinic. T- teleclinic. Okay. Yeah. So that's 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 the. So basic. you can still use that, I guess. Still use that one. Interesting. Uh, I mean, as long again, you know, you know, there's there's, there's like it's, say if your your bones were just like sticking out of your arm, he could easily see that on the video chat. So he doesn't have to actually see you in person. You know? Right. And and he's like, oh, lay, he's obviously sick. You know? And he just lay in bed and he'll fix himself. <laughs> right. Pop, pop just, back in place. Just rub some Robitussin on that. Rub, rub, rub some dirt on it. <laughs> For all of you tourists who are planning on vid- visiting Germany this summer, and I hope you do, the weather's going to be uh, nice. Entering Germany has become easier starting June 1st, which for us is tomorrow. Yes. You will no longer need proof of vaccination or provide proof of a negative test. So it's as if Corona didn't happen. So uh, come on you over. Can just stroll on in and nobody will ask you anything. Not sure. I mean, I, I, I did look today I looked at the Corona graph for the first time in a few weeks. And we're still like 18,000 cases a day, which is huge. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's still kind of wild. Yeah. But, but, but again, it's like the situation has changed where now getting Corona is more of an annoyance rather than uh, a death sentence. Right. You know yeah. I mean? No, 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 for sure. For, for, for most people. I mean, you know, obviously for people who have preexisting conditions and stuff like that. Um, but for the average person now, Corona is just a slight sickness you have like for three or four days and then that's it. You know? Right. Exactly. It's just kind of just interesting where, where, where they cut off the point. Yeah. And, and also in... Nowadays, all stores I go into, nobody's wearing masks anymore. Yeah. So, so it's it's very much feeling like back in the day. It only feels weird when you go on a subway train or like I went to a doctor's office the other day. A doctor's yeah, office exactly. is still required. But Which, no, honestly, I think when you go to a doctor's office, even when if there was no corona, wearing a mask is probably not a bad idea. a good idea, actually, yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, it feels like 2019 again almost, except things are somehow, you know, worse, but <laughs> similar. <laughs> Better, but worse. <laughs> Another update, uh, starting at the end of June, the free burger tests in Germany will no longer be free. And I'm not talking about the tests to make sure your burgers are well-cooked. Um, Although, please make sure your burgers are well-cooked because that, that can cause problems for you as well. Those were never free, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, the tests you get as a, as a citizen living here uh, are not free anymore. So if you want to get a test, you have to pay for it now. Yeah, well, starting at the end of June. So, end of June. Yeah. Sorry, I, end of June. I, I think a few weeks ago it was going to end at, on June first, which I think we announced that. Um, but now they've extended it till end of June. So, but just just keep be aware. In a few weeks, you will have to shell out the whatever twenty thirty euro per, which is to get that official uh, burger, not a PCR test, the official burger tests. Yeah, um, which yeah. is rough. But you know, most of the time in your life now, you don't need to provide negative tests to go anywhere. Like I just had to do it to go to the hospital the other day. 
Um, but very few, pla- like, I think that's one of the only places that still requires you to show a test. You know Probably. I mean? And then you always do, you know, the home test to make sure that, you know, if you, if you, want, if you want to be safe, take yeah. the home test. Yeah. But a home test, um, you cannot show that as proof in order to enter. No, that's true. I'm just saying g- generally, you can, if you want, it's like just test randomly. Oh yeah, of course. Do that at home. And the home tests are very cheap and very available. Yes. So no worries. Uh, for the last week, people in Germany have encountered problems using uh, debit and credit cards. Some of you may have noticed, and this is all across Germany. Now, this is due to a software error in uh, many card readers used by large companies and chains in Germany, which means large numbers of stores have only been able to accept cash for the uh, the past few days. I know um, a large portion of Etikas, Revas um, cannot accept card payments anymore, even uh, EC cards. That's wild because I don't think I've ever bought groceries in cash. I, I only buy groceries with a card. It's just easier. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a nationwide software problem. I'm assuming they're working on it. Uh, so it's so yeah. No, I, I read about it. It's an American company that owns these uh, little terminals, and uh, they're they're putting an update out. Uh, but they said some of the older machines need to be updated manually. So Ooh. I'm assuming Germany has the older machines. It just it's, just sounds like it's very on brand yeah. for Germany. <laughs> very on brand for Germany. <laughs> And uh, also, Jeff and I are thinking about doing a second meetup sometime. In-person meetup. Yeah, you guys, we've received messages and it, the, sum, the summer is upon us. It the is. The weather's good. We figured somewhere outdoors would be nice. Uh, so if you guys are into that, into an in-person meeting, meetup, send us a message on uh, Instagram or Facebook or our website just so we can gauge interest and see if people are into it. And it maybe it happens in July-ish. Who knows? Who knows? We don't even know. We don't. We don't. Literally, no one knows. Yeah. Literally, nobody. Yeah. So that's who knows. But no if one. you get, if you give, if you show us interest, then at some point we might know, and then we can let you know, and then everyone knows. Yeah. True. So see how it goes for full circle there. Full circle. <laughs> Anyways, Jeff, uh, you look pretty terrible at the moment. So what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, asshole. Uh, yeah, I'm I think just if, you, if you tuned in last week, I'd mentioned that um, for over a month I had this eye infection his eye was super swollen and i had to go get a minor surgery which in which he slit open my uh eyelid and kind of let some of the pus out well that surgery <laughs> that surgery didn't take um uh the eye refilled again and i had to go in for a more intensive surgery today in an actual operating room with like five people and stuff uh surgery itself was only uh five or ten minutes but yeah it was kind of torture like i won't go into details but um it was rather painful and there was a lot going on and uh, very little was being explained to me by the doctor. So uh, yeah, it was. And, and of course I couldn't see anything because both my eyes were covered at the time. So yeah, it was not fun. Um, but yeah, that's the German healthcare system for you, ladies and germs. <laughs> so um, yeah. And actually but, I, I mentioned last week, the craziness between private and non-private health insurance. And right. I experienced, I told you already, I experienced that today again, where I, they, they, my doctor told me, hey, go next to the operating room. There is this uh, registration room where you register to say you're here and then you have your surgery. So I went there. They're like, no, this is wrong. You have to go to this other place. And I went back and forth between a few buildings and um, ended up being very late to my operation because everyone told me I need to go somewhere else. And then it turns out, even though private insurance and non-private insurance people have surgery in the same operating room, the private insurance people have to on Melden, you know, uh, register register like three buildings away, whereas the non-private people can register right next to the, so 
And you, and as a private person, you probably get like a better doctor too, right? Yeah, yeah. But still, it's like the it was it's just it's this crazy system that makes no sense. Like, are these computers not connected? You can't just sign me up, like you know. You're yeah. probably not. I guarantee you, they're not connected. I guarantee they don't they don't even have internet on them. It's weird, but yeah, it's it's very weird that there's just this completely different standard depending on what kind of insurance you have. It's very strange. But it wasn't all bad. You had a nice weekend. That was a nice. We had, we had a four day weekend because uh, in Germany Thursday was. Uh, Either Father's Day, Christy Himmelfahrt, or Hennentag slash Menentag. So it was a big day. Lots of things happening. So we went out True, on, our, on our typical uh, Hennentag walk that we do every year. The usual route that we do. Yeah. We like we have this weird route that somehow for like three or four hours, like you never leave. A park. A park. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to say exactly where it is because it's, it's ours. It's our spot. It's our spot. No, you can't get your it. own spot. Get your own spot. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it was fun times yeah, had, by, had by all. Yeah. And on, on, uh, this weekend I did some urbexing, went to an abandoned S-Bahn line. And, and again, if, for those of you who don't know, the S-Bahn, um, is one of the, uh, train systems in Berlin that services the city. And instead of being a subway underground, it's basically an above ground, uh, like, like a kind of like the T maybe in, uh. In, uh, was that Chicago or is that Boston? The T is Boston. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, whatever the elevated train is in Chicago. Kind of like that, but <laughs> not. Uh, anyway, so there, there was this an abandoned S-Bahn line that used to ser- service this area that had this um, huge Siemens factory. So we went and we checked out uh, the three abandoned stations along this line. And the line was That's pretty cool. The line was completely overgrown with like trees good 10 meters tall you know so you could just you walked along this the abandoned tracks and you it was like you felt like you were in the forest even though on either side was buildings you know what i mean right, <laughs> because right. you're in the middle of the city you know and i haven't been to an abandoned place in a long time so it was nice i went to uh leipzig on saturday to oh, right. see yeah surprise a friend for uh, his birthday so that was kind of fun and also some friends visiting that i haven't seen in a while so it was really nice long weekend Hand and tug, birthday, saw some old friends. Sure, true. You had a lot going on. A lot going on, man. Yeah. Things are busy. Um, a lot but of, now, a lot now of I'm not. nostalgia. Yeah, it was, it was like 2015 uh, all over again. Uh, yeah, I got to see uh, one of my best best mates, who uh, who's a father of my godchild. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So that, was, that was lovely. And another buddy. And it's from, on paper, guys. This isn't this isn't like a fake godchild. This is uh, you, you signed a piece of paper in blood. So I did. I I did sign a blood. <laughs> But yeah, really good weekend. Uh, happy birthday, Devin. Again, uh, thanks for having us over and uh, you're very surprised. It was nice. Yeah. Um, I bet Devin. Nice guy. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Um, but without further ado, I think it's about time we open up some whiskey and drank it down our mouths into our tummies. Yeah. And this is a scotch whiskey. Ooh, <sighs> have you even thought about how you're going to pronounce this? Thinking, thinking about it right now. <laughs> it's called, I think it's, um, okay, hold on. It said on the box, but I threw the box away. Okay. I think it's <laughs> Ashen Toshan. Okay. A-U-C-H-E-N-T-O-S-H-A-N. It's a single malt scotch whiskey aged 12 years. Delicate and layered. Um, it was only like 27 year. I got, I got, it, I got it at a shop on my work break today. Oh, nice. Uh, because 18... we forgot to order something. Exactly. It's uh, since 1823. Distilled and bottled in Scotland. It was distilled in 1823? Oh, my Lord. Yeah, it's real old. If it, if it, if it was, so when you said 27 euro, you meant 27,000. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Do you, sorry. Great pop. Yeah, we just glossed over that. That was great pop. Great start. 
You're a dog. You're a dog. It's a weird dog or some sort of dog bird. Although I'm sure they can't hear it, but for us, we can hear it. We can hear it. There's a dog. There's a dog. Let's take a little smell here. Let's, let's, uh, okay. Hmm. Strong. Smells good. Cheers. Okay. Hope it's good. That's all right. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Scotchy. A little, a little bit of smokiness. Not bad is good. Good starting point. Hopefully right. we add a little bit higher we'll, to good. Yeah. We'll marinate on that throughout the episode. But first, right. other stuff. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, if you'd like to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we would really appreciate that. Again, if you don't want to, you know, it's your option. You're a free person. You know, there's so much, uh, you know, you could go um, make a sculpture. Make a sculpture. You could um, paint a wall. Make some pancakes. Some pancakes. Whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, instead of doing those three things, you could leave us a five-star review. True, yeah. Uh, but again, we're giving you the options. There's other things you can do in other, your life. Other things you can do. But we'd appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, what you should do, though, this is a recommendation and, and almost like a must. Like a, Almost a must, I would say. Almost a forcefulness, but... But not quite. But, but yeah, not quite. almost there. Yeah. Uh, check out the website. It's agdwpodcast.com. The only reason why I'm telling you to do it is because you know, people do say it is the greatest website of all time. I, I, like I mentioned, the other day, you know, I was, uh, I was buying a snow cone on the street and... <laughs> The vendor was talking to a, the other customer, and I, I heard I heard whispers of agdwpodcast.com. So it was it was it's really strange. Again, it seems like always that I'm around the whispers start. Like it's it's yeah. I don't, I don't know what. That, <laughs> That's right. where, where, where do you get a snow cone? I don't know. Actually, I kind of wish. Don't you wish there was like snow cone like, like snow cone stands? Yeah. Like, if we could replace every like seventh dinner stand with a snow cone stand, or like a slushy stand, especially on like a hot day, well, like it's icy. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I don't have a couple in farms. My favorite, my favorite flavor was NRG. This is what it was called. And it tasted like NRG. Not energy, NRG. It was pink. What is NRG? It's the flavor. Yeah, but what Cumberland Farms. No, you said it tastes like NRG. It tastes like NRG. Oh, it's like energy. No, like NRG. But what is NRG? That, what it tastes like. <laughs> this is the most useless. <laughs> okay. Everyone listening is like, I, they wish they had the last 30 seconds of their life back. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's, let's move on. All right. Everyday things that are hard for people like you and me. Yeah. And as we mentioned, these are things that you would normally not think twice about. But when you're an expat, suddenly uh, the, a small trivial thing becomes um, something that c- could create a lot of angst. Yeah. Anxiety. Mm. Scaredness. Angst is an interesting word, you know, because... There's a German word, angst, which means fear. True. Uh, but then we have this English word, angst, which is anxiety. I mean, obviously based off of angst. Probably. I mean, English is a Germanic language. Am I, am I wrong? Exactly. So it's not that the German's based off the English. It's, it's almost always the English based off the German. I would, I would assume so, yes. <laughs> uh, anyways, first thing is um, in, when you're living abroad, but uh, is using the phone. Using the phone Using the throne, I think, generally as... You said using the throne. Using the throne. <laughs> using the phone generally as uh, millennials also is not something we do very often. If you want to talk to me, just, just send me a text. But generally, using the phone in Germany is very stressful because speaking on the phone is very different than speaking to somebody in person using your second language. Exactly. I mean, as an expat, you know, when you're talking to somebody, like, you, you want to be able to see... The like facial cues, you know, like there's more context there that helps you. And right. you're seeing their lips move. It helps. Um, but the second you get on the phone, it, even, it's in, blind. even in 2022, 
phone quality is shit. You know, like you can, you know, the the, the that's that's a really good the point. Audio quality in the past thirty years has not improved. It's it's and my whole life never an improvement. It's about the same. Yeah. So, so you have this bad audio quality where even if you were were a German, you could probably lose a few words, right? Like, right. And God forbid I speak like a different dialect. Yeah. yeah. So so as an expat, um, and I'm sure a lot of you can can relate. Any moment where you have, there's just you, like first you wanted if there if there's the option for the email you're going for the email if it's for Always. the chat but if there's only the phone I, I there's so much anxiety and you're and you're like trying to find a friend can you call them for me but but this thing's like say it's a simple thing like you, you have some problem with your um, internet service right you just need to call the customer support right yeah suddenly it's this like hour long search you're searching for a friend can you call for me you're waiting you're seeing if they're available to do it uh, or or you're like looking up all these phrases you want and like you're practicing, you're sitting there practicing the phrases that you're going to ask because you, you don't, you know, you don't, it's like, it's, it's words you don't know. But like, you know? see folks, this is why it's really important to have at least one German friend so they can call places for you pretending that they're you. So you don't have to deal with it. And I've had Misha do that for me many, many, many times. For, for example, I've had this old bank account with like 200 bucks in it for the past three years. I haven't touched it because I have to go to the bank to cancel it, but the banks are open when I'm at work. Or I can call mm. them, but I'm not doing that. I'm not calling them. <laughs> so the money's just, just chilling there. See, this is a perfect example. This is something, if you were German, it would be so simple, yeah. but, but it's causing people to actually like of, like throw away money because they don't, want, they don't, they don't want to call them. The I'd rather just take the money, throw it in the dumpster, then, then, then call the bank and deal with that. Yeah, but I'm sure a lot of you can can relate to, I God, I can't tell you how many times I've like desperately searched for like when the, the phone number is usually like the the thing that's up front and center and you spend like a half an hour, there's gotta be a phone number or there's gotta, there's be, an gotta be another way. There's gotta be an email. There's, there's gotta be a live chat. There's gotta be something. And, you, and you're, you're doing it you're, and you'd waste week weeks, like waiting for an email response that never comes. And finally you're like, okay, I guess I have to call. Damn it. You know? Yeah. I, I love uh live chats. Live chats are a lifesaver. Live chats. I think in terms of customer support are the best. Yeah. Cause there's no phone call to commit to. You're not waiting on hold. You're not wasting money. It's really, and, and if you really need to, if say if you, you just arrived here, you can do um, Google Translate, copy paste. If you, you know, if or the guy deeple, like, deeple it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, um, so yeah, the phone, the scary phone, and, and this is actually one reason why the first few years I lived here. Actually, wait, what am I talking about? To this day, <laughs> now, now, right now, uh, because of this experience I had years ago. To this day, um. I don't answer any phone call that comes from somebody that's not on my contact list. So if of course it's a, not. Why would you? Um, I, I want the person to leave a message. Then I can listen to that message in German in my own time, you know, right. understand it, and then develop my response because I don't want to be caught off guard with the like, hello, you know, like speaking all fast with this shitty audio. And I'm like, you know, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I, uh, I was getting this phone call. I was getting a call like almost every single day from the same number and it wound up. So like one day I wanted to ignore it, but I picked up by accident. So I was like, Oh, okay. I'll, I'll you know, I'll see what's going on. <laughs> and it wound up being Oh two again you know, my phone provider. Sure. And you know, my experience of having two contracts at the same time, by accident. Yeah, yeah. So I was really nervous talking to them and they wanted to ask, I want to renew my contract. Right. Which I do want to do because it's been two years. I like my contract. I want a new one, but they, they spoke a lot of things and I was like, I have to go. So they not only for a minute, for a minute. It's like, all right, all right. And at the end, she's like, so do you understand? And I was like, I think so. And she's like, I need like a verbal yes before I can make this a contract. And I just like, Repeated very quickly. I said, 
So all you're doing is renewing a contract and I'm paying the same amount I'm paying now. Is this correct? Mm. And then she went off again another sentence. I'm like, okay, I still don't understand. Is this correct or not? Yeah, no, you should, you should, you should just said it. Yeah, Oda nine. Like, like, give me a yes or no response. Like, don't give me extra sentences. Just, just true. Just, just what but I said. Yes or no. Like, I had to go back to work, so I just said yeah, and mm-hmm. I hung up. Luckily, it was just a renewal. It was all good, but it can be stressful. It can be really stressful. So yeah, but also going with using the phone is uh, dealing with emergencies, having to call somebody if there is an emergency, also stressful. Yeah, and and that's not just because of language. It's um. You know, wherever you're from, suddenly, like you, you and me, we're used to 911, and whether we've used 911 or just the many times we've, you know, we've heard it on the on movies or on TV shows, like we know how it works. You know, like they say, "What is your emergency?" You give the address, easy, easy peasy, right? But like, the, well, depending on the situation, yeah, depending, but yes, depending on the, but, I mean, the but, process. But yeah, the process yeah, is easy, peasy. not the emergency. <laughs> but you know, moving abroad, moving to Germany, again, a whole new phone number. So, and there's two numbers just to make things. So much easier right. for you. There, there's the police number, and then there's the emergency services number, like uh, and do firefighters. You, do you know and, which one is 110, which one's 112? 112 is calling an ambulance or firefighters, and 110 is calling the police. Is that right? There you go. Now, I've okay. I, I've heard... No, no, I'm not confirming. I'm just... Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's true. I, I get them confused all the time. I, yep. Like, yeah. But I know if you call one, and it's the wrong one, and you're like, I need this service, they'll still transfer you over. Right, so why not just make it... A number. I don't know. I heard a rumor. I don't, I don't know if this is true or not. So don't take this. You know, just don't take it. Take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> Big grain. Big I, heard, I heard in Europe if you dial nine one one, it'll direct you to one one two. Because I, I, of I, know, I know that's stuff. true in certain countries. Yeah. I, know, I know in certain countries in South America, if you dial nine one one, it'll go to their local. I can't confirm that about Europe though. I, oh, okay. I've never tried it. No, me neither. Um, but but yeah. So you come to Germany, you don't quite. A, you're like, oh, what's which? What's the number? And then B. You, you're not quite sure what's the process. Like, what do I, what information do I need to give them? Right. Will they understand me? You know, if you're new, if you're new to Germany, your first year, like, do they have English speakers? At what level? Um, do you know? Do I gotta open the door for? Like, you know. You and know. the thing is, I still don't know because I've never had a call. Luckily, I've never had a call one one zero or one one two. Yeah. And hopefully, I won't have to in my life. But uh, I still don't know what the process is. I mean, I could probably just Google it. Right. We could do that. We could. But again, this is the perfect example of. Say, um, you know, God forbid, you know, your girlfriend has a fall or something and you have to call like, like it's not back in the States, you would within one second, nine and one, and you wouldn't even think about it. Like but, second nature. Yeah. yeah. But here there would be a slight pause of, okay, well, what's the process? Okay. I called this and like, you know, like you, you it's, it's an everyday thing that you have to think about. Now, right. Yeah, you know? exactly. So yeah, that's, yeah, for sure. So and also emergencies. Uh, included with emergencies, I'll, I'll throw in a one little story here that, that goes with this. I like stories. You too. Story time. Story time. Uh, I don't know when this was. Maybe five, six years ago. Um, it's coming home late, I guess, from hanging out with some friends. You know, it's maybe, I don't know, 2, 3 a.m. Who knows? And I was at Alexanderplatz and going down into Alexanderplatz to catch an, an U-Bahn, which is the subway system subway. here in Germany. Or in Berlin. In Berlin. And on quite a pretty big escalator. You know, one of these ones that goes like three or four f- flights. And I... And I'm at the, I'm at the very top, and a woman at around my age had gotten on in front of me. She was maybe two, three feet and standing in front of me, right? Uh, moments after we kind of go over the crest of the hill and start going downhill on this escalator, she just kind of suddenly just falls forward. Oh, no. And doesn't put her hands out or anything. So obviously passed out, and 
her head slams on those that metal step of the escalator. An escalator. And then she bounced the whole way oh, down, no. which was another, I don't know, 30, 40 feet or something like that. And then ended up on the bottom uh, with a kind of uh, some blood starting to pool around her head. Oh, no. And it's late and there's not that many. It, it, at that moment, it was just me and her. And it's the... Okay, do I stay with her? Do I get do I get somebody? And then at that moment somebody ran up and I said, Okay, stay with her. I'm gonna go get help, you know? Yeah. Because I know at Alexanderplatz, um There's a police uh it's like a kiosk. Be- it's like a Befauge slash police kiosk kind of area. So I run up there, and again, this is five, six years ago, so my German is not as good as it is now. And I get to the there's just an old man, and I think he was a Befauge employee. And then I'm like, uh, Notfall. Uh, and I'm pointing and then my mind blanks and I forget the word for escalator. So now this guy's standing here and he's like, hmm? where, where's the notefall? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And, and then I'm like, uh, you know, the, the treppe, it, uh, bewegung. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm trying to like, yeah, yeah. Like, like so, suddenly something that would be so easy somewhere in back in the U S right. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, somebody fell down the escalator. Can you come with me? Go done two seconds. Suddenly now time's wasting. And I'm realizing like, oh my God, this is a real emergency and I'm failing right now. And finally I was just like, come, come, it's come, it's just like, come with me, you know, like, um, and, uh, finally the guy just came with me and I, we ran over and they, they got the, the, he, he was able to get his radio and then call the, you know, the, uh, I don't know, firefighters, whoever came down. But, um, but anyway, so it's just like, again, it's like a serious situation that's now hindered because I'm an expat. And I'm not quite familiar, right. you know. I mean, yeah. Obviously, a lot of these are gonna have to do with with language because no matter even if you're like our German is pretty good now, but still, in emergency in an emergency situation, your your brain's not defaulting to your second language, you know. Exactly. Like you're you're already panicked, sweaty. You're, you're, you already have trouble speaking English. You know what I mean? And now I gotta do German. You know, it's just um, yeah, for sure. It's uh, too much. Uh, another one, not not necessarily an emergency, but uh, going to the doctor as uh you know a non-citizen can be difficult because uh one of course the language but two the process is also very different um mm-hmm. here than it is than it is in the states and uh you know it takes a little while to get used to mm. and what's what's one of the examples of it being different than the states yeah like for example um doctor's offices are kind of hard to find or can be hard to find at least here in berlin oh that is true yeah and the states you know because you know we, they, they, we, they look like a doctor's office yeah we've talked about urban planning in the states yeah. you have your suburbs and everything else somewhere else so you go to the doctor's office you go to like this office building that looks like a doctor's office it's usually like in a medical park like it's, it's like a parking lot that only has medical related buildings so there's like, like doctor the there's a doctor there's the uh teeth doctor what's that called dentist, dentist. there's a dentist's <laughs> office there's the this chiropractor that. And and so even if you didn't know where the doctor, you could probably like, ah, it's probably in that medical park. I've driven by a million times. Okay, you go right. over there, you know. So like my first time going to the doctor here or a first few times, you know, or when I moved to a new area, you know, you Google map doctor office. You're like, okay, that's closest. And it's just like a regular building, like a regular apartment building. So you have to look at the little um, Yeah, and then maybe you doorbell. see like a little plaque that says like, Augenarzt, blank, blank, or whatever. Right, so, and you're like, oh, okay. So you go into the building just like it's, a random friend's building and you go up the steps and it's just like a normal door yeah. and you go in and you realize, Oh, it's actually like a doctor's office, but it's super bizarre to find that. And then you go to the reception and you give them their, your card, your insurance card and they scan it or they put it on a machine and like, hello, Mr. Alex. And then, you know, <laughs> you tell them you, you, you do your thing. But, um, 
You know, you, you always said to me that you prefer to go to a doctor who's English because you want to explain your problems in English. Makes sense. Also, like the, I think that's also a problem. And then, as I'd mentioned, I won't go into the whole story again, but like when I went to get surgery today, um, th there's plenty that that the nurse said that I would understand. Like, you know, she, she's uh, registering me in. She's like, okay, go down here and this is where you're going to change your clothes and please put on one of the blue smocks and blah, blah, blah. I, I understand all that 100%. But when you get to the doctor, the problem is the doctor doesn't say, I'm going to cut you here. He's going to say, I'm going to make an incision, you know? Right, a right. So, so I'm saying, like, flip it in the reverse. S say you're living in the States uh, as a foreigner and you, you have pretty decent English, right? But you don't, but he, suddenly somebody says incision. You're like, what's an incision? I don't yeah, know. no, exactly. You know, and, and so I don't know what the German word is for incision, but that's the word the doctor's going to use. He's not, he's not going to say schnitt. He's not going to say cut. He's going to say, and it, he's going to use these fancy doctor words that I've never learned. And, and actually one thing at, at, um, at the very, when I was complaining about the pain, finally, at the very end, he said, do you want more, Ugh. is a word I'd never heard in my life. And I, I was like, was bedeutet, whatever, whatever. And then he's like, uh, anesthesia, anesthesia. Like, so he asked, do you, like, do you need more pain meds or whatever? But like, again, it was like something that's very important to understand. Right. But like. I never learned the German word for anesthesia. And then, like, on, you know on the other I mean? side, if you're trying to explain, you know, what's what's wrong with yourself, you know, if you have a very specific uh, pain in your stomach, but all, I, all I'd be able to say is like Bauchschmerz, which is like a tummy ache. But like, I don't have a tummy ache. I have like pain very specifically, but it's really hard to say with your limited language skills. So I, 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 like, I like how you go to English doctor. I think that makes sense. I go to a German doctor and... You know, I've only really gone having like the sniffles and, you know, flu, whatever, right. nothing, nothing like out of the ordinary, vitally important. Yeah, exactly. But uh, if I were to have something that was really weird, I try to also find an English doctor just because you don't, it's your health, man. You don't mess around with it. Exactly. And, and that's, a, you made a really good point is in your native language, you can put certain descriptors on stuff. Like say you can be like, you know, there's the um, term, um, a, a dull pain. Versus a right. sharp pain, right. which to a doctor, a, two, a dull pain and a sharp pain mean could be two different things, right? But uh, can you say dull in German or, you know, like, so, so again, so you revert to the basic, like 12 year old, like I have a tummy ache. Yeah. I have, yeah. And, and, but when you're, when you really want to be like, Ooh, I have a dull ache that throbs, but you're like, Ooh, I never learned the word for throb in German. So like you can't, yeah. so you can't say it. So you keep things very simple. And then it's like a and, child, like Alex's tum tum hurts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> make me feel better and then he's like gives you some like an acid and you're like no 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 I, but and then yeah, boom yeah. your kidney stones you know like yeah. that, that, that that's a thing too so yeah going to the doctor is definitely always a stressful experience for me and as we found out a few episodes ago i've been to the doctor a lot apparently which i didn't realize that <laughs> I, have. I love how it started out with you saying like i barely go to the doctor and they start listing all and i'm like all these specialists sounds, sounds like you've actually been to the doctors many times to the toenail doctor <laughs> So yeah, going to the doctor is definitely something I think you, you you take for granted in your in your home country. Yeah, absolutely. And next, something that again, super simple, showing your ID when somebody yeah. you know like you're picking a package, you're I don't know going to a club, you're buying some liquor, right? People ask for an ID, which for some expats is not as simple as it sounds. No, for sure. I mean, luckily when you're buying liquor and you look like you're not you know 12, then you'll be fine. But uh, <laughs> getting a package or, or you, sometimes, you know, you see an ID, you never know. Or every time you get a Schnell test, you have to show an ID because right. they have to prove that you live in Berlin, et cetera. Exactly. But, uh, oh, a Schnell test. Sorry. That's um, a rapid uh, antigen, antigen test for COVID. If you don't know what Schnell test is. R-A-T. That's what they call them. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, in, in Germany, unfortunately, if you are a foreigner, uh, unless you're a citizen, you don't get an ID card. Yeah, I mean, I I got lucky that after finally five visas, I finally got a visa that came in the form of an ID card, but it's still technically not an ID card. Right. But during COVID, I, I realized everyone accepts it as an ID card. So it looks close enough to an ID exactly. card. Exactly. So I, I have the same thing now, which is great, but uh, technically you can only use it if your passport is with it, which I don't understand why I have a separate card anyways, then you might as well just put it in the passport. But hey, that's German's decision, not my decision. Yeah. And a lot of people... They get their residency permit, their visa, just as a sticker in their passport. Exactly. So if they're out and about, and somebody says, "Oh, show me some ID," and they're like, "Oh, I can't. I have to go home now. Get my passport," and or or you have to plan ahead to bring your passport. Like as a normal person, if anybody asks to show you ID, it's no big deal, right? Because everyone keeps an ID in their pocket. But as an ex, some expats, they can't. Right. You know? and, uh, and I think it's also important to remember too. You know, even if you're traveling within the EU on a train or a bus or even a plane. You know, Germans or people from the EU can just bring their ID card and they're good. We as Americans always bring your passport with you. Yeah. Because even though there's, you know, free travel, uh, you're not a resident or you're not a you're not a, a citizen. Right. So and the only valid form of ID you have is your passport. For like international travel is a passport. Exactly. Which yeah. I forget sometimes, you know, like, oh, I'll pop over to Poland real quick. Like, oh, wait, get my passport, even though the chance of getting yeah, pulled it, over or slim to none. D- driving it's uh yeah it, there's a chance but usually doesn't happen but if say if you flew from berlin to poland absolutely you need it you know like but you sometimes you fly they don't check your id at all because you're flying with an eu there's like here's your ticket and you get on with your life which is yeah which Crazy. Is, again lack security for sure just you know just does any uh people you know what never mind i'll say any terrorists listen to this just don't use that as a, <laughs> okay i don't want terrorists listening to this yeah if you're a terrorist get out of here <laughs> you don't have to leave it i don't want your five-star review no but yeah, I, I had once where I went to go pick up a package from Deutsche Post and she wouldn't give it to me because this was back when my visa was a sticker in my passport and I had, yep. my, I had my passport with me. So all I had was for a while, for, for a few t- few times, I was getting away with my California driver's license as an ID, but she wasn't having any of it. I got away with that a few times. And so I, I went back with my passport and I showed her my sticker and she's like, no, 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 no. I want your German ID. And I was like, this is it. And she's like, no, no, what the one that the Germany gave you. I was like, this is it. And, and she was confused. Like her, she herself thought like, there's no way Germany would just give you this. And I'm like, sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is all that's issued to me is this sticker. This is the ID. Like, and finally she, I think her colleague was like, just, yeah, that's it. You just get, like, it's funny. So I've had the same exact discussion <laughs> with somebody getting a package one time. Really? It was like, yeah, I was at a package shop and I went over like, I need your ID. And, um, I didn't have it. So I tried my um, health insurance card, which has your picture on it and your address and your birthday and picture. everything. Oh, mine doesn't have my picture actually. But, oh really? Yeah. Mine does. But uh, that doesn't count as an ID here in Germany either. So I went back on my passport and she's like, no, that doesn't work. And I was like, this is the only thing I have. A passport is the whole, should be the Holy Grail. Like that, that is the most official document. But if, if you don't recognize the passport, you know, I, I can just make up an American passport. It is an American passport. They don't know. Yeah, but it's, but still, it's like, but yeah, if, if then yeah, then all you can do is look at her and be like, what else? I can literally not give you anything else. You know what I mean? Like, if this doesn't work, then I'm never getting this package. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and then I got my package and I had to pay like 20 euro for it. Why? Customs? Yeet. Sold. It was something cheap my sister sent me and I had to pay like more than it was even worth just on the customs. <laughs> so that was pretty sweet. Actually connected to that, sending money internationally, that, that is something that expats, say if you, if you live in Germany and you're sending uh money to your mom your dad your sister your brother whatever 
a quick PayPal, a quick this, that, you know, or, yeah. or actually hand cash, whatever. But for, for one of us, if we have it, which, which happens randomly, um, I've sent money to my parents or they, or whatever, Vice versa. you know, cause sometimes like they bought a gift uh, for somebody. I'm like, Oh, let me get on, get in, get in on that. You know, sure. I'll, or, I'll, or, you I'll know, pay, father's day and you father. Know. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Or, um, yeah. Um, other examples, but, um, it's not as easy for us. No, it's not like I use, I usually use uh PayPal with my mother and, um, for years it's worked. I mean, you, you don't get the best exchange rate, but you know, you don't really yeah, get charged lose- for it. Like if you're sending 50 euro, it ends up costing you like 54 euro or something. You yeah, know? Like exactly. There's a few extra euro you have to pay. But uh, but it's okay. It, it, you know, it works. But recently, I can't use it anymore internationally. My mom can send me money. I can't send her money. And I don't know why. And I, I heard, I actually, I heard uh, some, who else did I hear? I heard from somebody else that there was some kind of PayPal international issues right now. For oh, okay. Reason. Yeah. And, you know, my mom's like, call customer service. And I'm like, not going to happen because I'm not, I'm not calling anybody. <laughs> But I tried emailing them, so hopefully I'll figure it out. But yeah, just sending one internationally can be a real pain, especially, you know, if you need big chunks of change. Um, if you're transferring a big chunk of money over from your old account to a new account, that can be a real, real hassle, which yeah. I wanted to do when we bought our apartment. And uh, it was it was a whole, a whole thing. Yeah, I mean, for an easy way to do it, I would suggest everybody go to wise.com. It used to be called transferwise.com. And you can, you can send like a thousand euro and you pay like, four or five euro fee. Like it's, it's a, it's a really great service, been using it for years. Um, cause before that, yeah, when I first moved here, you, you'd like, would just literally go to your uh, credit union in, in California. Right. And be like, yeah, I'm sending money to this, to this German, uh, Swift account, whatever over in Germany. And if you sent a thousand dollars, only like seven or 800 would end up in Germany. You know what I mean? Like in your account, like you would literally back, back then, I think even now, like, like, American bank account, a German bank account, you lose like hundreds of dollars. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. And, and there's also um, a limit on the amount you can transfer over as well because it's considered like something big. I don't or, know. I think you might be embezzling or, right, ex- or, exactly. or like the profit of crime or something. It, yeah. it, it, it can be it can actually be a whole big, big thing. So yeah, transferring money is not fun. Yes. Uh, next, this is an interesting one, which is in a way kind of related. It's because um, it involves money and buying things and gifts and whatnot okay. it's um you come over you already usually have you have your your um, you know amazon account your american amazon account you've already got your netflix you know your american netflix account whatever you come over all here. your accounts and yeah and you, you're like oh these companies exist abroad they exist in germany i'm just gonna go ahead and use those not false <laughs> false <laughs> yeah if you have a, a u.s amazon account and you have u.s amazon prime and you go to germany you probably think yeah i can just log in and use my prime in germany no you can't. They no. separate it. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and it basically, you, and now I have two accounts. I have my German Amazon account and I have my American one for when I, for Christmas, I kept it. So that way uh, I can buy presents, send them to like my dad's house, you know, and then when I get there for Christmas, I can then wrap them up. You know what I mean? I am. Um, but yeah, like they're, they're, they're separate and same with your you know, your American Netflix account again, like without a VPN, you're going to not going to be seeing what you want to see. Right. I mean, luckily that account works. You don't need to make a new one or anything like that, but you will be getting different content. Same thing, you know, with, with a lot of the, with, you know, a lot of streaming services, uh, which we have talked about, um, before, but you, you kind of have to find like a lot of 
equivalencies for some accounts for things and or transferred over doubles like like again i have two amazon accounts i have two of this you know you're like right. yeah. even though it's the same it's the you're like wow this is a big international company it should just be one thing it's not you know yeah i think apple as well has their things and you know if you if you have a iphone from the states you're being over to germany you break it your warranty does not work in germany it works in the states yeah, because you you bought it at an American Apple store, not, right. not in Germany. So same yeah. company, same warranty, probably, but nope, exactly. And e- equally frustrating with these companies are their gift cards. Now, I used, luckily, my eventually my family realized this issue, but the first few years I lived in uh, Germany, I'd go back home for Christmas, and sometimes you know I'd get um, as a gift, oh here's a fifty dollar H H and M gift card or whatever, because they knew that these companies existed in Europe, but the useless an h&m gift card bought in the u.s is useless for to an h&m in germany it's it's completely different system and so which which does uh, make sense to me like that 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 does make sense it's just it's annoying it's saying the same thing with you know on my birthday my grandma grandparents write me a little check sometimes you know but you literally cannot cash a check here can't cash it so didn't you eventually just tell them like stop writing me checks no they they just write it to me my mom takes them she cashes them out and then paypals me over the money so it's just like it's like it's such a thing now even though, again, if you live in the States, normal every life, you just pop it in the bank and it's done. You know what I mean? Like, right. You can't even do a bank transfer that easily. You know, you can't, you can't just be like, oh, grandma's transferring me bank to bank. Can't do that because it's international banks and things are different. And, 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 and. So, yeah, again, a lot of these things a are very just. very simple thing that is now just a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, for sure. Now, another one, which has nothing to do with any of that, <laughs> is understanding different signs and symbols um, like crosswalk symbols or when you're driving what that red car next to the black car means in a circle. Right. What is that? Yeah, yeah, for- yeah. Something that doesn't really involve uh, having to know German or translation because like they're just symbols, right? Inter- but, yeah. Um, and sometimes they're not as logical as you'd think. Like um, a good example is uh, you, when you're cycling around and I've seen the sign not only in Berlin, I've seen it in other places. You're cycling and then you, you, you turn onto a street and there's a sign that has a picture, a, a symbol of a bicycle you're like, right oh, that's me cool and then underneath it says, it's got one of those it's bicycle and underneath it says fry f-r-e-i free which means free slash available in german but when i first moved here i was like bicycle okay free and i'm like okay so that means the street needs to be free of bicycle so it means prohibited you know what i mean and then eventually i'd ask a friend like no no that means bicycles can come on here i'm like why does like just put a bicycle. Like I feel like the, the fry was the wrong word. I feel if like you don't need a word. Just, if there's a bicycle there, you know. All right, this is for bicycles. Or just bicycle and just thumbs up or bicycle. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs up, bicycles. <laughs> yeah. Or just like I, I, I don't know. But again, like I immediately thought the opposite of what the sign meant. You know. And, and, then, and I feel like especially with uh, traffic signs on the highway or or an autobahn or whatever, uh, there are a lot more of them in Germany than there are in the states. Like when I'm driving the states on the highway, I'm looking for the miles per hour sign. And besides that, that's kind of like the only one. I'm looking at, but in Germany, they have a lot, a lot of different signs and like the miles per hour is totally different or kilometers per hour. It's very small and it's white and it just has like hundred on it. No MPH or KMPH, whatever. And with a red ring around it. With a red ring and around red, it. Red always makes you think of like, don't do that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but there's one like a slash through it, which means now it's go as fast as you want. And then there's like the one with the oh, red yeah, car, no, the, 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 the white with the five, the five, uh, 45 degree angle slashes. Yeah. Those, right. those are the end of that speed limit yeah and then there's also like ones with a red car and a black car and that means something too like you can't pass or trucks can't pass there's just there's just a lot of signs so if you are you know you want to rent a car and you want to do a road trip through germany 
Um, I would read up a bit on like what these signs mean so you don't get in trouble or, you know, get something dangerous happen to you. Right. And it, uh, we, we've had a few streets nearby that suddenly they've been turned into Fahrradstrasses and there's a big sign that says Fahrradstrasse. And you're like, a bike lane. like, that sounds, no, not a bike lane. The, the street was becoming oh, a bike street. Yeah. And you're like, that sounds great. But what exactly is a Fahrradstrasse? And you have to like, look it up. And it basically means like bicycles now have the right of way. And the only cars I can drive on that road are people who live there. Right. Or um, delivery drivers, right? But again, that's not clear in just a sign that says Farad Strasse. You're like, okay, Bicycle Street. So I, who? Yeah, you, you, you says Bicycle Which cars can I yell at? Yeah, well, you, see, you see Bicycle Street, but you still see cars driving on the street. So you're right. like, what exactly does that mean? Or another example is um, sometimes, or often, the S-Bahn or the U-Bahn is under construction. And so these big signs in front of the station where it's like between here and here is construction. Yeah. Before I knew German, I was like reading them and I was like, I don't know if I can get to work right now because I don't understand what the sign says. <laughs> We're in the States. They'd be like, oh, okay. I cannot go between this station and this station. Cool. There'll be a bus. Where and, and, and didn't you feel stupid? Because like, I know there's same here. Like there's a few times where I walk up to the sign and then I see a hundred people walking up the sign and within a second they're off. So, and, you're just some, staring at it. and you're still staring at it and you're like, okay, for them, this was like a, five second detour for me. I'm staring at the sign trying to figure it. Of course, eventually when your drummer gets better, then it's no problem. But like, yeah, this first year or so or two, yeah, you're really, you're really staring at this like, okay, I think that, okay, then the thing. And then I, I think I have to walk over here and you're, and then suddenly you're like wasting 10 minutes. Like, okay, I, there's a replacement bus, but I don't know where it or, is. Like, have you ever gotten on, on the, uh, on the train and the sign said stops at the station so you can take a bus because you know, it's construction yeah. and listen to music and the train stops and everyone gets out and you're just chilling there. And someone has to come up to you and be like, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, you, you got to get out. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happened to me many times. Mm. Happens to the best of us. But if I could read, then I would know I should have gotten out. I think we have time for uh, a few more, Jeff. Sure. And um, the next one I'm going to do is just any contract ever. And I know contracts are hard even in your home language. So imagine it in a language that you might speak fluently, but still not contract talk. But yeah, exactly. Like, and, and people even say that in English, when you read a contract, you're like, this might as well be uh, in written Latin or Chinese or something. Like, right. Because you, imagine actually reading it in Latin yeah, or Chinese. They're using words or phrases you don't understand. And of course, yeah, again, even if your German's good, suddenly there's all these technical words that you just don't know because that's the kind of words you only learn after practicing German for like 20, 30 years. You know what I mean? Exactly. And even and, if so, I mean, I remember with our, with our, um, with our flat contract, uh, there's a lot of things that uh, even Bobby had to get, you know, looked at by someone else to make sure which understood what it said because it's super complicated. Yeah, and so and imagine you're on your own. Do you know, like, yeah, you, phone you, contracts. You don't have a live-in girlfriend. Like, you're just you're living here, and yeah, yeah, you're because there's certain things you can't avoid. Phone contracts. Um, even today, for my minor procedure, like, there's like a five-page contract I just signed, like, you know, saying like. I didn't read it. <laughs> it's like, you have to sign this in order to do this. Like, okay. Saying something. Okay. Uh, internet contract for your house. Exactly. Um, and even things that like aren't quite contracts, but I kind of feel this similar. And I'll give an example is once I physically went to the Deutsche Rentenversicherung, which is the, uh, they do like the social pensions, uh, so social security, I guess, office, right? Yeah. Social security. Yeah. Um, Pensions. Just to like, uh, you know, like with with, free, with free, freelancers, the situation's different and stuff. And I just kind of wanted to go ask a few questions, see what my my what what my status was in their system, because you know I never really talked to them, you know. So I was just go and talk. And of course, 
um, you know, they're not, they, they don't want to help me by speaking slowly or using simple words, you know, so she's speaking in really quick legalese German. Great. And I'm not understanding any of it. And then while I'm there, she kind of brings something up. She's like looking at my file like, oh, what's oh. this? Blah, 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 blah. Like I said, there's a problem. And I'm like, and then she's explaining this problem. It's obvious problem. I see it on her face. There's a problem. But I'm not understand. I like, but in sudden, but I'm not understanding this part that she's talking about. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, I'm like, oh God, I, I need to know what you're saying, but I don't. And then, she, and then, sorry, like, and then it's, I, I, it's time for me to go. And she's like, no, no, you can't go unless you sign this thing saying that you understood what I said. Oh yes. One of these. Right. Yes. Like, um, so that way, Guess, There's no legal liability yeah. uh, if, if 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 you say it's just something else. Yeah, of course. And then she's like, "Did you understand me?" And I was like, no. "No." And she's like, "Yeah, but you have to sign this." I didn't understand you, but you you can't leave without signing this. And it's it's like this dilemma that again, Ooh, that, that's a catch twenty two. It's, it's a dilemma that only like an expat gets into, where you're like, I, I, and then eventually you just begrudgingly sign it, and you're like, "What did I just sign away?" You know what my like, you know what rights did I sign away? What what you know? But like, what else am I gonna do? You know? And then yeah. and then eventually. The next day I came back with my friend who was fluent in German um, and was like, please explain to him what just happened, you know, yesterday, you know, like, and it was a different person, but like, look at my file. Tell me what this, what she was talking about. Yeah. Why, what did I sign? What did I sign to it? You know, like, so it, that's not quite a contract, but it's still, it's like, there's these moments where you're like, I know this is important, but I can't, really can't look into it. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. Contracts suck in any language, but if it's not your main one, it sucks even more. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I think the, the only ones that I've really taken time to translate everything, I think it would be include my, um, my, like my, my, when I had my first apartment that, that was like just mine, like yeah. that the rental contract was like 20 pages, but I took the time to translate every damn word of it, you know, that and work contracts are very important. Ex exactly. Uh, like, a, a great tool is uh Deeple. It's better than Google, Deeple? Than Google translate Deeple. D E E P L, I think it is. Dot com or what? Yeah, and they do uh, really, really fantastic translations. Nice, especially English, English German. Nice, yeah. and it, and I think there are some um, websites that, um, like, you can just scan documents, and even though it's not a a, a text document, it's you know it's a scan, it's literally an image of words. It can actually pick the words out and then translate them for you. So it's like, yeah, Google, uh, Google uh, Translate does that on your phone as well. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So uh, for quick things like that, yeah, for sure. So that's very helpful. But again, something that. If you if you're German and you live here, it's easy peasy. Well, uh, uh, if Not you're German, so I don't think it's easy peasy. Yeah. Just easier peasier. Yes. Maybe if if you if you will. Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. Remember those commercials? Yes. And last but certainly not, not least, least, hey, we rhymed. Jinx by makeup is something that we've just flatly labeled as confrontations. Yeah, uh, confrontations for sure. Um, Explain, not, explain exactly what we mean here. I mean, all right. I, I am not a confrontational guy in the slightest. I see confrontation. I go the other way. But, uh, you know, there are sometimes you want to talk to somebody, call them out maybe. Uh, for example, if you're on a, loud, on, a, on a crowded bus and that person's playing Candy Crush on their phone and they just keep the volume up and there's nothing more annoying than being on a bus when someone's volume up, playing a game like ding, 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 ding. Mm. I used to turn around and be like, hey, excuse me, can you please, you know, Turn that down. Now I can say that in German, of course, but it's not the fear of it's the fear of what comes after. Where if they don't say, like, oh, I'm sorry, no problem, and they get confrontational with me, and then I speak German back, I'm just gonna freeze and then and you don't have good comebacks. Right. I, yeah. I need I need to be witty. I need my witty comebacks. So um 
because it, for us German, it's a slower process. So you have to, there's a slight pause where you're like, okay, what you're gonna say? You can't just come right out with it. You know, right. and, if and, I, if I did a comeback, it sounded like you know fifth grade. I'm like, I know you have one of mine. <laughs> I remember your glue. Yeah. So uh, yeah, just any kind of like confrontation with with a stranger or any kind of tic tac situation is always a little more more stressful when you're not in your in your native language. Absolutely, yeah. And I'm I'm not necessarily a conversation confrontational person either, but like I do not let people walk all over me, and I especially don't let people like screw me in terms of money and that sort of thing. Yeah. And so there are situations where, um, oh, I wish I could give an example. I can't think of one off the. I wish I could off the top of my head, but um, always uh, repaired here at HGW Podcast. Or, or, or uh, okay, the, a random example that just popped in my head was when I moved into this apartment, right? You know, like you're doing the walkthrough, you yeah. know, at the, right before you move, before you sign the thing and give you the keys, you're doing the walkthrough, right? And for me, a walkthrough in an apartment is just like renting a car. You're going to take, I want to take pictures of every scratch and bump on, uh, dent on the thing. That way later I can prove these were already there. I'm not paying for it. It's not coming out of my deposit. Right. Same, yeah, with, yeah. same with, the, uh, you know. You want the money back when you move. Yeah, yeah. And you can't see it now, but where the my bed is underneath, the floor is scratched to shit. Oh. Very scratched. It doesn't matter because the bed's on top of it. But like we were walking around and I just, you know, pointed it out to the guy. Hey, the scratches. The stuff in the, yeah, that, that's literally all I said. I was just like, because I assumed he was just going to be, you know, he had, a, he had like a, what do you call it? Like a. Notepad. Notepad with a pen. I was, I was assuming he's writing something. I was just like, point. And he just looks at me and he's like, he's like, yeah, I know. It's an old place. It's not brand new. What do you expect? Kind of a thing, response. And and what I wanted to do a whole diatribe on was like, that's not why I'm breaking it up. I'm, I want it noted so that way we are not blamed for it when we move out and blah, blah. But I wasn't able to do that, come right. back, that comeback because we were walking around. I did I just didn't have the time to come up with it or, or, and, and I, yeah, I wasn't, I also wasn't like you prepared for what was his, his comeback going to pee. And then suddenly it's going to be a big, big exactly. Thing. So, so, so it's just, I kind of just let it go, which I don't want to let it go. But, right. But you need better language skills in order to not let something like that go. So you can go do it back and forth. You know, I mean, I, I've had, um, you know, comebacks come to my head like in the shower the next day. Yeah. Even in English, but more so in German. It's just, it's just frustrating. So yeah, that's it. We're done now. <laughs> that, Goodbye. That's Alex's awkward way of ending it. But we're this is not the end. It's only the beginning of our final whiskey review. It is. Yeah, we are drinking the uh, the Auchen. I'm gonna say something differently this time. The Auchen Toshan, which sounds now um, Hebrew. The funny thing is, if you see if you see this whiskey bottle at like a quick glance. It to me, I, one of the first few times I saw it, it looked German, but no, I didn't really take the time to actually it does, read it. It does look German, but I just see the Auch at the beginning, so I just looked at German. But it's right. obviously not. It's uh, Gaelic, or, right? Yeah, uh, Scottish. Auchin Toshan, single malt Scotch whiskey, aged twelve years, delicate and layered. Ooh, <laughs> should have been the commercial. God. Do you like how? Thank I you for that last splash. Add a little dramatic. Pop pause. Pause. Yeah, I can right. even do it again. Like right now. No. I think keeps still that still pops well. It's good, a little squeaky, but yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, cheers. Let's do cheers. a little, little tasty, a little reviewy, a little reviewy. Tastes like a scotch. Not really anything more. Not really anything less. Not in super the, smoky. In the beginning, it's a little sweet. <clears throat> yeah, and it's, and it's got a little bit of smoke. Nothing major. No, it's, but it's, it's, it's enough to remind you it's a scotch. Yeah, it's mild. It's pretty mild, and it got but a mild burn. I, you know, I don't dislike it. I don't love it. I mean, I've been drinking it. It's it's again, yeah. It's like 
if you sat down at a friend's place and they poured you a scotch, you'd keep you drink it all night if you kept pouring it for you. Like, but yeah, it's it's not necessarily anything special. That's what I'd say. This is one of those that we've had a few times where it's like, it's a scotch. It's, it's an a, average, it's a middle of the road. Yeah, middle of the road scotch. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just go. Uh, I'll give it a six. Uh, I'll give it a. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's okay. I mean, I would drink it again for I mean, sure. Again, for the price, it's fine. For twenty seven euro, it's it's very you know that's that's it's a great price. For twenty seven euro, it's great. Is it a t- ten year or what's the deal with that? It's a twelve year. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it is really smooth. I give it that. It is f- very smooth. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just, it's just it just reminds you of every average scotch you've ever had. There's like there's there's nothing that in uh, years from now that's gonna make me remember this scotch. You know what I mean? I think it's, yeah, so it says matured in bourbon and sherry casks, um, which you can taste, I think, especially the sherry cask part. I think that's very specific mm. to some whiskeys. But yeah, it's 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 fine. It's fine. Okay. It's whelming. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'm whelmed. I'm, I'm whelmed. I'm whelmed. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay to be whelmed sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this class. I'm enjoying oh, it. I'll yeah. finish mine too, of course. I, I mean, I always finish them no matter how bad they are. Weird guy in your shirt that's staring at me. Sorry. Didn't notice. Didn't quite notice until just now, but he's... Good thing. We're give, almost done now. Give me the evil eye. I'll cover it. <laughs> cover up my breasts. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for joining us. It's always fun to have you uh, in, the, in the room listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> After a hundred and what, eight episodes now? Dear Lord, almost at the old one one zero. Stop with the count. There's not an account. <laughs> We can't do this for like every interval of five. <laughs> no, I, no, and we won't. Uh, but, but yeah, don't forget, um, you know, we, we love when you guys send us messages, uh, give us ideas for... Um, episodes or, any questions you have yeah, yeah exactly like even stuff you don't want on air like we, we love uh, hearing your questions if you feel like you're going to be moving abroad soon or whatever. we do this for you we do it for all you this isn't for us we have no fun doing this this is a pure obligation to everyone listening <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm just kidding we have a lot of fun doing this yeah, yeah. it's the best and, um, and one of the reasons is you guys like really the message like if we had this exact same experience but never once received a message from you guys or never once had an inter- interaction with you guys. Not be, would, would we still be doing this? Probably, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. So um, yeah, it wouldn't be even half as fun. So the uh, listeners are the lifeblood of the podcast. Absolutely. We so, love you. So um, feel free to send us a message, send us an idea. So you can um, check us on the Instagram at Americans.in.Germany.podcast. Yeah. And go ahead and follow us on there. We, we post some cool, weird stuff sometimes. And, you know, we're trying to hit that 1,000 subscribers, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Follow, followers. It's followers, Jeff. Oh, followers. Get with the kids. See, this is, I'm trying to prove how little we know or care about Instagram. Like, we, yeah. we, have, we have never once attempted to gain uh, followers on Instagram. Like, 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 all of our followers have just been organically. We've never once... We do ad- hashtags. Like, yeah, but, but, <laughs> but I mean, we've never, like, advertised or, like, no. did, like, please subscribe or, like, we, we did, yeah. But, you know, uh, we'll, we'll make a tip. <clears throat> Whoa, excuse me. We'll be making a uh, TikTok soon, so check that out. Really? No, we won't. Okay. We're not, we're TikTok. not on TikTok. Anyways, everybody, <laughs> thanks for listening again. Like, what? Uh, please stay safe, stay healthy, and above all, stay thirsty. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs>